Welcome to the We Are Against the Odds podcast. I lost my train of thought. This is like the third time we tried doing this. Anyway, I'm Todd. I'm Steve. And we are going to be talking about um, quarantine bonding. Right. I guess so. Okay. How we came up with this is actually we didn't come up with it. Um, Mario came up with it from our group that we belong to. And he has asked us so you're in quarantine, how can you get along with each other? About survival. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's very understandable. I know that sometimes people can be in situations where they would want to ring the other person's neck if they had to spend so many hours of the day with this with with one person. Well, especially when you you're limited to what you can do and where you can go. Right. Because I believe that you're dealing with a lot of different stresses. Right? Mm-hmm. You, there's a lot going on, a lot of anxiety, a lot of news, a lot of social media. It's a lot of, a lot, a lot of that can get in the way. A lot of bad news. Right. A lot of negative news. Yeah. And we're trying to find good news. Correct. News emits great energy, and energy is awesome. Which reminds me, can we put in a little plug for... What we watched last night. Oh, the good news thing. Oh yeah, um, John Krasinski from Krasinski, Krasinski. What's his name? I don't know from The Office. From right? The Office. Um, he's very Emily Blunt. That guy. Um, good or some good news is his uh, thing on YouTube, and it's really good. We enjoy it. And we recommend that you watch it too. Yeah, it's it, it is really it's fun. He does it from from his home, and he incorporates his kids and his wife, and it's really kind of neat. So, anyway, it's good to hear some good news. What so. are some fun things that we do for quarantine bonding? Well, um, some people put together puzzles and stuff like that. I'm not a puzzle person. No. Um, I think the main thing is is that we respect um, each other um, for our our feelings. First of all, uh, we recognize if, uh, like you recognize, if I'm tired and you go ahead and cook dinner, and I'm sleeping on the couch. Right. On the other hand, we were we both been working on our our laptops and I was working on our one and only desk um, that we kind of share back and forth. Well, Todd wanted to work too. And um, so he got a chair, two chairs. He was sitting on one chair and propped his computer on the other. Well, we do have a makeshift desk that can be folded out and made a desk. So he went and got it and we both sat there and, in the office he was kind of halfway in the front living room and halfway in the office but we were there together and we were both doing our our things 
Um, so that was really, we spent three or four hours doing that, most of the afternoon. Yeah, I like that. And uh, it was kind of fun. And we talked about, I was working on one project, he was working on another. And and uh, between us, we were trying to keep up with our um, our email and that sort of stuff. And Because uh, we like to do four-headed massages. Yes. And uh, anyway. Uh, that was that was that was one thing we did. Um, I think I'm more of a morning person, and it's like and Todd likes to sleep in, so of course you know you set the alarm clock or not. Uh, my alarm clock is the sun, but I'm a morning person, so I'm more likely to prepare breakfast or get us ready for breakfast, and. Uh, Probably lunch. Todd is more of a evening person, so he quite often will do something for dinner. And so what's what's been kind of neat is, is that he he gets a wild hair and goes on Google and thinks of what what do I do with chicken uh, or whatever. And the sky's the limit. And I, I mean, food is my background, and I'm too lazy to do that sort of stuff. But um, and he does that, and he comes up with these wildest dishes while I'm sleeping on the couch, and I wake up to this nice dinner. So, I mean, that that's just that's just kind of a lot of fun. And it's like he does he his thing, I do my thing. My thing's sleeping on the couch. His thing is preparing dinner. Um, he does a lot. I mean, he's learned over the last couple of years more about baking. He really, really enjoys it. He likes baking more than more than I do, but uh, last night he made a focaccia. Was it last night? Yes. And it was really good. It's probably the best focaccia he's made. Mm -hmm. And so for lunch, I made grilled cheese sandwiches with the focaccia. And it was like, wow, this is great. So we've still got some, by the way. And I'll be darned, we're not going to throw it out. So anyway. Uh, that's kind of, you know, part of it. Um, I, we both went grocery shopping today. We just kind of did it together. Had to, uh, we got our, our, uh, big windfall from the government minus child support and, um, did try to pick up some groceries that we were going to need as well as pay the electric bill and the, and the water bill and all that sort of stuff. But uh, we got that done. We did it together. And uh, got a half dozen donuts. But we really didn't need that. But we got it. That was our treat. And uh, I, I've been doing the planning. I like to uh, dabble a little bit. I've only got a six by six foot above the ground raised little garden. And uh, I tried to plant some tomatoes and sweet peppers by from seed and um the tomatoes started coming up and that was good i got them planted but the peppers really didn't now i these this is just kind of special something i really really uh respect is that todd does not care for the green bell peppers so um anyway so i'd gotten the sweet peppers the different colors and nothing had come up yet so i was getting impatient so so i bought bought some and it was like it took me forever because every time i'd pick one up it'd come like it was a 
hot pepper or something like that. But anyway, so while he was doing something in the house, I was out there doing that. And then he comes out and checks and sees how we're doing and stuff like that. So we kind of, we do a lot together when we're home, like this stuff. But we also have to do our special little individual things too. And respect each other for doing that. But play and appreciate what the other one's doing. Absolutely. You know, one of the special things that I like to do um, for Papa Bear is, you know, what one thing that I did last night that was very, very special was, um, you know, how we do our forehand massages. So, uh, Todd, you don't have to tell everything you know. Hey, this is our group, and you know, it's a matter of asking anything, you know. And I want you guys to feel like you could ask us anything and that we will be able to share you uh, everything. You know, share with you what you want to know. Well, honestly, we had had um, kind of a difficult day yesterday. Let's, if you want to be honest, let's yeah, be honest. Be honest yeah. and, and, you know, this really, you know, everybody has bad days. But um, it has to do with, you know, we just had a bad day off and on. Yeah, I mean, but we just have this thing that we don't go to bed without resolving whatever our issues are. So anyway, now you can go ahead and tell your story. Okay, well, this this kind of has to go along with those lines, but this is just also um, one of those things where, you know, um, Papa Bear was just hurting, and he was having a hard time um, because... Men- mentally and physically. <laughs> mentally and physically, and we'll get into it. we'll get into it in just a little bit. But I just wanted to share this now um, because it's important um, uh, to show that I to show love. Um, you know, I got him on the on the um, massage table, and uh, I gave him a very special rubdown down um, without the happy ending. Um, because I, I want to respect his face and respect him because, um, you know, sometimes you're in that frame of mind that you want it and other times you don't. It's just kind of how it is. And I wanted to make sure that it was, it was his time and, and, uh, and it was okay. And I probably was asleep by the time you finished with the massage. That's well, usually what happens. Uh, I did such a good job that he was out. And then um, later on that night, I just—he's just so stupid hot and sexy that I just—I just had my way with him while he was asleep. And yeah, that's the best. He had to take off my pajamas. You don't wear pajamas. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, then he had to pull I had off. To pull the off the, the, sheets. the sheets. And I had to tell him to raise up his legs so I could stick the cum towel um, underneath his bum cheeks. And take the. The towel that, I, or the pillow that I, the doctor yeah, told me, the, put between my legs. Pillow, um, out, but he doesn't remember that part. And what's fun is I was able to take his hand down and play with his his uh, wiener with with his hand with my hand and wiener. It was just a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun while he's sleeping. Anyway, he he shot and it was awesome. Well, and, and you were able to do some stuff that I enjoyed, what normally I don't. Yes. So. It was awesome. I was able to do some um, good anal, and uh, 
and I had never been able to do that with with um, Commodore before. I've been able to do it with other other guys as we're doing our four nine songs with like the most prostate symptoms, and they seem to enjoy them an awful lot. Yeah, but, but with um, Papa Bear, I haven't had a chance, a really successful um, shot of doing it. Well, you got to be at the special angle. Uh, right, it, it, everything the stars had to line, and the and the moon and everything had to be in in, in line and in orbit. And you can't be pushy. You can't be pushy. It was just beautiful. And and Todd knows that with me, you can't be like a bull in China shop no, when you're trying to get to the prostate. But he wasn't. He was very gentle and very good. And it was it was awesome. It was great. And it took away all all the issues that I had. Yes, it just it really shot out. Made it for a nice end to into a bad a bad few days. Turn turn what what is it? Lemons into lemonade. You turn lemon into clumps. No, lemon into lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Todd, you, you say all the crazy stuff. I do. But, uh, He's such a quirk. Anyway, let's let's um Rewind a little bit. Uh, a couple of days ago, a couple of things happened that uh, really threw Pump Bear or Whirlwind. Um, one is that um, I lost my I lost uh, my main job. Um, it didn't end up being a good fit, and it really has these um, all sorts of feelings and. Also, we had um, some friends over the other night or the other day, and we were in the pool, um, all of us, and and uh, I had my hand in the particular spot that he didn't care for, um, for it to be when he saw, and that didn't add any add into anything. Add it didn't add. It put it, it, put it added worse. it added fuel to the fire. That's, thank you. And well, but not to mention that my, I'm on, re, I'm retired. However, I do work part time to help, help uh, us survive financially, and, um, and I do that by substitute teaching. Well, schools are closed, so I'm not substitute teaching. So, you know, so there's that income gone. Sure, and you know, at the at the time though. I mean, think about it. Be in, be in each other's situations. You know, um, my my angle, what my situation, my perspective is, you know, this this happened. It sucks. Um, you know, I I'm the sole um, breadwinner in our family right now, and and I lost it. So that depression and that that feeling. Um, well, but, no goodness. but it's not only the income; it's the insurance that also covers yeah, your two children as well. That play into it. So yeah, there's all those things that are playing into it. Um, so my mind's not in the right spot, and and then um, and then in, when Pop Bear's mind, you know, he. He's feeling all the stress and all of this, um, all, all, all of that stress that I had mentioned, he knows. 
and he displaying that. Plus, he's um, reliving some old past um, skeletons um, in a closet, and it gives his heart for him to shake it off. Anyway, needs to say, um, it was just not a good, a good day, and we could have. Um, Normally, what could have happened that we've known with some people um, is just either ignored it and try to pretend like nothing happened um, and just try to fake it, fake it through, and or or get into a nasty argument, right, and start throwing shade and blame and and all those things that you do because you're both hurting emotionally. Right? Um, or you do what we do and you actually sit down and you talk about it. And you try to work through it and talk through it. And the number one thing that both Steve and I agreed on a long time ago, um, before we even, gosh, it was even when I moved out to be with you, was, you know, never, never go to bed angry. Never go to bed um, mad. Um, make sure that you're able to get that, get whatever is going on um, resolved before you go to bed. Right? Uh, exactly right. The key to all that, to any of it in any conversation, is total, total, total honesty. If you screw up, you screw up, and we talk about it, and life goes on. Right. Now, along with it doesn't necessarily mean that when you've talked about it and you, you know, it, it's done, and you're ready to go to bed, and all's well, everything is right. Sometimes the other person is trying to still process, and is still trying to work through things. And it can cause them to possibly maybe get up in the middle of the night or have a hard time falling asleep. And a lot of times you just have to give them time and give them the space. You've already gotten through the, the, the confrontation, the, the anger, the, the um, you know, that disagreement, whatever. You've already got that set aside. Now it's just a matter of it's just going on inside of them. And they're trying to get things worked. And the best thing to do is just kind of sit back um, and not be alarmed and just be there for them. Um, because a lot of times you're doing the same thing probably inside um, because you're just trying to deal with it within. within. Um, am, I, am I off? Um, well, no, you're, you're fine, but we're kind of getting off topic. Actually, because we're talking about, actually, you are, but we aren't. Um, but, you know, I just think of the, you know what they say about two women in a kitchen? Um, you know. No, what did they say about two women in the kitchen? They never get along. Oh, they never get along? No. Oh, okay. Nobody can ever cook the way they, they should. Right. And, and, or what, what the other person thinks. My mama cooked different than this and so forth but um we um we try to do things like speaking of kitchen 
if Todd is in the kitchen, I try to give him his space. One for him, two for me. Because when Todd's in the kitchen, he dirties every single pan in the house. Absolutely. He also dirties, uses and dirties every single countertop. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we eat dinner and there it sits sometimes. But he's doing much better at that. But, and I mean, I'm a trained culinary expert and, and I understand, but um, he's learning. And so I try to remove myself from all that so that it doesn't affect his time because he's learning and he's doing a great job and he likes doing it and cooking is good therapy. So, you know, that's, that's that. On the other hand, he tries to keep me, he tries to give me my space when I'm in the kitchen as well. He tries to, sometimes he tries to get in the way, but most of the time he, he tries to give me my space because our kitchen's tiny. Well, it's not tiny. <laughs> it's a regular sized kitchen. However, I am focused. When I am doing something, I am focused. And that's not just with cooking folks. No, it's with any any Every project time. or whatever I'm doing, I'm focused. When I'm when I was working all the time, when I was at work, I was focused. I was focused on what I was doing. So when somebody asks me a question or makes a snide remark or tries to crack a joke, whatever it may be, it throws me off. And so he knows that when I'm in the project, like cooking, he gives me my space. That's right. Is that right? That's right. So I think that that's, that's one of the keys. It's very important to do things together. Like we were working on two different projects in the office, but we had two different desks and two different computers and stuff like that. But we were there physically next to each other. So we felt like we were doing things together. When we did our shopping, we did that together. Um, But then when I went out and did my planning, that was me. When he worked in the kitchen to fix dinner tonight, that was him. And it helped to break, um, to give us a break, to give us each our space. And I think that that's really important. I think it has to, um, you have to have that, that space every once in a while. And, you know, what's really interesting to, um, you know, Papa Bear mentioned about how I love to bake. And I'm learning more and more about baking. And one of the things that I've learned to do that I never I never knew was a lot of times when you're working with dough, you have to let it sit and you have to let it rest. So you have to be patient. And so you have to let it rest for like about 15, 20 minutes. And you're like, why, why don't you let it rest? Because it's dough, you know? Why does that need to rest? Well, the fun part about dough is that if you give it that time, that it makes it so much easier um, to, you know, roll it out or to manipulate it the way they need it to to go and it will it will it will get bigger like it's supposed to and raise right because a lot of times if you continue to just keep working and fighting the dough is just not it's so tense and it's so you know it's so tensed up and not a lot of knots are in it mm-hmm. and, and, and it's just going to give you a heck 
So it's best just to let it rest and then come back to it. That's why it's been a, re a real learning curve for you is because when Todd is on a project, it's let me hurry up and get it done so I can move on to the next thing. And he rushes things. And sometimes he makes mistakes. And sometimes he, he liked the dough. That's a great example. If you don't let the dough rise, you're going to have an inferior product. And so, um, you know, like in anything else, you know, if you're... Sometimes in life, when things get kind of tough and, and you've been working with it for a while, you do need to let it rest um, for some time and then come back to it, um, just like with the dough. Anyway, that's my dough analogy. Uh, that a lot of the, my favorite dildo is the dildo. Dildo. <laughs> I knew that was going to come up. He really yeah. did make dill bread. Yeah, and to make dill dead bread, you have to have a dildo. In order to make dill bread, you need to have dildo. And I did plant dill. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, anyway, um, y'all, we, we, we love you. Thank you so much for... Well... Wait a minute. Okay, sorry. I'm I was just trying to, well, I'm just trying to think ahead for tomorrow. Now, now I'm a planner, okay. you know, and, and, and I, I, I'm just, I've always been in a management position, so I have to plan things ahead of time and get ready. So we are expecting possibly some company tomorrow afternoon yes. uh, to, to enjoy our pool. And so, you know, we need to get up in the morning. And after breakfast and stuff like that, we need to go out. We need to pull the cover off and clean it and blow off the deck and do all that sort of stuff. So we need to be prepared to do that. And so um, what I find is if I prepare Todd ahead of time, he's he's thinking in that, that way. But I think right. it's just... It's letting them know, the other person know what's going on inside your head. Well, yeah, there, bingo. Mind reading is not. Yeah. I am not a good mind reader. No. But also understand each other's strengths and each other's weaknesses. And and that's the cool part. My weakness is technology. If the darn TV doesn't turn on, I get in a panic. Um, if my computer goes blank or I can't get on, I, I get in a panic. Well, that's why I'm here, Papa Bear. But that's that's Todd's strong point. And so I realize that and and I and I I utilize that. And I respect him for that and I love him for that because he gets me out of a bind so many times on that darn computer. So And remember love is a verb. It's action. A, a continual action. You know, you have to really just, you know, when, when the other, per, when your other, when the other person is, you know, either in a state of depression or, or in a state of sadness or anger, you know, be mindful of that. And if they need to be held without saying the words, hold them. I mean, it's, it's uh, just those little things. Yeah. You need to know about. this. Even though we had a bad day yesterday or whatever day it was, we're sitting here on the couch holding hands. I mean, it just, this is how it is. I, I love this man. We're not doing the social distancing, even though we, there is some space between us, but we are holding hands. Oh, I was not doing so social distancing last night. 
Oh, no, you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got a lot of great great things in, in store for upcoming uh, episodes, and thank you so much for sticking. Yeah, please keep us informed, and if there's some suggestions that you want us to talk about, uh, we, w- we would love to, because, good Lord, we, we've been through a lot, and well, we like to share. What would be really fun is if we had a, um, you know, obviously if we had the permission of the person who we do a forehead massage for, um, being able to, to walk these guys through it might be something that they may enjoy. Doing or receiving? No, doing. Because we like to talk to our talk to the guy on the table and oh, tell you, you know, tell you what you know what's what's happening, what's going on. Well, you know, it's all about a lot of it's the touch and feeling comfortable, yeah. and all that. It's it's very interesting because sometimes we've had some guys that come in and and you know we we walk them into our because we do it in our bedroom and we have a. We have the uh, massage table set up, and a lot of times it may be the first time somebody takes clothes off in front of another guy, or it may be the first time, or, you know, we're strangers to them, or whatever. So the key is to make them feel comfortable and all. So, um, and that sometimes it's just just talking them through that and getting, a lot of times we'll just sit on the side of the bed and talk for a while until they get comfortable. And, and then during the massage, I mean, we try to make, if they want to make conversation with us, we do. We, you can sense if not. And, uh, and uh, we do, we go through all that. And then a lot of times it's that human touch. And then I, after the fact, a lot of time, and Todd is so much better about this than I am, but he'll just hug him. You just sense it. I'm a... I have He's um, a hugger. I'm very sensitive with uh, energy, and uh, I can just sense when someone needs something, like like a hug or or gentle touch or, or something. Um, it, it, it that just comes natural. But like I do the I I usually do the back because I've got a, a stronger. I mean I can I can get down there in between, and then Todd does the feet because he's a footman. Yes, he he's got a foot fetish anyway, but. He he does a great great job. If he if he knows that I'm upset or something, and that's exactly what he did last night to rub my feet. <clears throat> and that does, yeah, he does a great job of that. And and that is anyway. Go ahead. I'm sorry. We're rambling. It's fine. We're wrapping up because that's that's really what we're gonna we're looking for doing in future episodes. So. Guys, if we can do hard things, you know, you can do hard things. Oh, yes. And uh, and every day, try to think of something nice to do to somebody, for somebody. Um, you know, pay for their coffee. I know you can't do it with social distancing, but, you know, one time we were going through a um, toll booth and we paid for the person behind us. Well, this and, we could do with the... And yeah, and it was kind of like, what in the world were they? I would have liked to have been a, a little mouse in their car and find out what they said when they found out that they didn't have to pay. But anyway, uh, just doing something like that and letting somebody get in line in front of you, whatever. But and, and always smile. Look somebody in the face and smile. You don't have to breathe. Out. Well, you can't when you got a mask on, but you can still look them in the eyes and you say, can smile with your eyes. 
Yeah. Yeah. But um, it, it recognize people. And it's that, that personal touch that you can always talk with your eyes. Stay safe, everyone. Have a good evening. And we'll talk to you soon.